right now on VFN TV. Have you been praying for loved ones for years now? Well, this is the year of the breakthrough of those answered prayers, including President Trump. What is God saying about President Trump prophetically, about shifting the nation, God answering his prayers, him becoming a prayerful man, prayerful man, a move of God on the college campuses, millionaires off of YouTube, and so much more right now on VFN TV. Welcome to VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light, with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome. I'm Greg Lancaster, and joining me in just a moment is John Ramos. Have you been praying for someone for maybe 10, 15, 20, maybe 40 years? You've been praying for loved ones, and it seems like they're just hard-hearted, and they're not listening, and they're locked in the world. Well, Rich Vera a prophetic man who we had on our last program is speaking how God has revealed to him what's going to be taking place where all these people that you've been praying for, those prayers have not have been in vain, but God's saying he's going to begin to just turn their hearts, soften their hearts, and all of a sudden they're going to turn to the Lord. As a matter of fact, listen up. What would you say? I would say, hold on. <laughs> because the season that we're living in right now, Perry Stone said it, Cindy Jacobs said it, it's a special season. Everybody talks about breakthrough, you know, but breakthrough is a nice sermon, but breakthrough is also the release of a spiritual activity upon a people that are ready for breakthrough. Now, breakthrough don't happen just because you claim breakthrough. It happens when you, are, you have prepared your life, you have taken the right steps to walk into breakthrough. One of those is being faithful to God, church attendance, living a life surrendered to Jesus. You know, are you faithful in your giving and your tithing if you want financial breakthrough? And so many more things. And this is the season that God is going to bring breakthrough to many of our lives. But now, the Lord spoke this to me and says, but and those that have been unfaithful. I was just going to ask you, there are many people. Many. Uh, they, they haven't given to God. They haven't prayed. They, they, they just gave up. up. Yeah. You know, the Lord told me he's going to... There's people, I mean, really, you're watching right now, and and you have disease, and you're saying, I know what the Bible says, I believe what the Bible says, but frankly, I'm getting tired of praying. I'm not even going to pray anymore, because it's been years that I've had this condition. You know, God is going to give them a chance to push that reset button and start all over again. This is the season to reset our lives. You know, it's time that we let go of the past. You know, some people went through through uh, bad marriages, went through uh, sins they fell into, through discouragement. They lost things financially around the world. It's time to let go of that because this season is going to bring resetting. God is going to give us a chance to go back to sowing good seeds that we may reap the harvest of blessings that God is going to draw to us. By the Holy Spirit. First of all, you know, uh, wake up and realize that, that Jesus is alive. He's not some statue hanging on the wall. He's alive. And if he's alive, you are alive. And the number two is go back to serve him. You, you, you cannot call yourself a born-again believer that loves Jesus, and you don't go to church. You cannot call, call on the blessings of God and want a prophecy for, for financial provision, and you're not being faithful in your giving. You, you, you cannot, I mean, the seeds that we sow, we're, we're going to track what we sow. It's, it's just a fact of life. Sir, I feel cancer is being healed right now. Would you allow me? There's people with cancer, liver cancer is being healed right now. God is going to touch you and deliver you. There are somebody with a cancer on the ear that God is setting free right now in the name 
of Jesus. This is so exciting when you think about it, you know, breakthrough where you've been praying and praying and praying. You're wondering if, if those prayers are in vain. They're not in vain. Nothing you do in God's in vain. All those prayers have been heard by the Lord in regards to uh, his kingdom and lining up with his kingdom, not the, the world things, but the what he's saying and you're praying for your loved ones to be able to move and to turn back to God. And also, you know, you think about this, that Everything that seems that could have been divided has been divided in the last eight years. And now we have a new president, a new direction for our country. God is doing great things. But the things they used to divide us is words, identities. They tried to segment the society based on, on race, on, on, on economic standing, on preferences, and all this. Everything that could be divided, they tried to divide. The 1%, the 99%. But the thing about this is, okay, that's fine. That's what the world does. But in the church... We can't buy into that. We are united. We are one. If you're a pastor, you got to say, i got to get an agreement with the whole body of Christ and what he's doing, even though my brother's different than me. And I'm telling you, this new word for uh, Rich Vera Luces for uh, President Trump talks specifically about that, about the unity that needs to come in the body. Take a look. You know, and even the, uh, the election of President Trump. You know, last time I was here, I prophesied that, and I got... Thousands of haters, now, but now, I love you anyways. Now, you are Hispanic. <laughs> yes. And I imagine you had a problem in your Hispanic I, I had a problem, you know, but... So how can you be for Trump as a Hispanic? Because if God is for it, I'm for it. Amen. You know, I, no, I, I don't... You know, I was, saved, I, I was saved from the Catholic Church. I received the Holy Spirit. I fell in love with Jesus. I love His Word. I, I don't find it anywhere in between where men help me to get to obedience to Christ. If God speaks it, if he says it, I live it, and that's all there is to it. And I believe, like Perry Stone said, we have become so politically correct in churches that you cannot preach the truth. In Orlando, in my church, when I preach the truth, people write me trying to, uh, you know, all kind of crazy stuff. But the truth sets people free. And it's time in America... Now listen to me, pastors. It's time that you go back to preach the message that the Holy Spirit's given you. And if the message causes you to lose church members, to lose money, so be it. Jesus lost 5,000 members in one sermon when he says, eat my blood, drink my blood, and eat my flesh. And even the disciples, he says, do you also want to go away? He was not afraid of losing the crowd because he knew what he had the world needed. It's time to be free, to stand for the truth and the power of the Holy Spirit with miracles, signs, and wonders will hit your congregation once again in America and in the nations of the world. This is so exciting because there's nothing that unites us like the presence, the power, and the Word of God. You know, one in God. You think about the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're one. Behold, Israel, God is one. And God wants us to be one and move in that kind of unity. And that's a place of the commanded blessing that's spoken about in Psalms 133. It's the prayer of Jesus Christ in John 17. 23 in Psalms 133 is what I'm going to say. And, and so God's, it's the, God's not holding anything back. He's waiting for us to move into that particular place. And one thing God showed me, he showed me that in October that President Trump would be the president or Trump would be the president. But he also showed me that God wants us to pay attention to what he's doing in the world and to start journaling what we're seeing mountains move and, and things shift and nations shift and how God can just turn things on a dime and and he wants you to begin to write down because it'll encourage you. Don't think, this is amazing what the Lord's doing. But it's the beginning of his strong right arm just kind of moving across the face of the earth. But the Lord literally showed me with 
Donald Trump in this night vision, this dream, and Donald Trump was, President Donald Trump was buying the journal and handing it to me, big fat journal, and saying, listen, I want you to write down every single thing. That's not, it's not about what Donald Trump, it's about what God is doing through the world in America right now. And so, you know, Sid asked him the question, he said, you know, asked uh, Rich's question, he said, what else is God telling you about the president? Listen, this is an amazing thing. One of the words given about Donald Trump when he got in office, he began start off as a small praying man, but he would be moving in a big prayer life. I think he's moving more than I've ever seen publicly before uh, in my lifetime. But listen to what Rich Vera said, what God showed him about President Trump. You know, I mean, um, you were so right before yes. he won. You know, I have it on my notes here. The fifth of this month, I had a vision that he was walking through the Oval Office wearing a, a red shirt with a priest garment, like a Catholic priest garment. He was very friendly, greeting everybody in the house, even the people that were cleaning. And then he went right from there into the cockpit of a plane. And the plane went through turbulence. So when I go to the back to make sure that he was sitting down, he was on his knees praying to God. And the glow of the Holy Ghost was upon him. And the Holy Spirit speaks to me and says, you know, I'm going to give him not only the authority to change government, but I will give him an anointing that he will pray and things will change. And God told me that the spirit of prayer was going to come over President Trump. And I want to declare over you, Mr. President, that God is going to use you to change the landscape of politics. God is going to use you to change. God is going to use you to raise up a new breed of politicians and even leaders in the church that will stand for the people and not for themselves. Amen. I saw that. We had earlier on our program an interview with President Trump, and there, he was asking him the question was, uh, CBN uh, interviewing him was, uh, what, what is your life like with God? What's going on? And he said the, the answer to his question, you know, paraphrasing was, that I realize the decisions that I make as president affect everyone. And, it, and that causes him to turn more to God. Well, it's amazing what has taken place that we're beginning to see when Judge Gorsuch, when they appointed him to be able to be the next Supreme Court judge in the place of Anthony Scalia, that they turned and prayed right there together with the family and with his, his minister and right there in the White House. We're seeing this take place again and again. This is exciting to see you know, God being honored in this. And even in the presidential inauguration, he said that we'll be safe and we'll succeed because he, because he said that God is over us. This is what our president said. And it just, when we get back from this break, we're going to hear some more. We're going to hear what the Lord revealed to Rich uh, uh, Vera about 2017. It just gets more exciting. Make sure you join us after the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Data Radio program. Every single day, we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and in, in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's 
we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to vfntv.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome back. We are loosing some exciting prophetic words, you know, what God is doing. And I want to encourage you, get an agreement. You know, if you missed our last program, you got to catch it because this is a continuation, several programs about what God is doing. But being able to get an agreement with what God is saying and begin to speak it out and confess it. And one thing that Sid Roth asked um, Rich, Rich Fierro, what does God showing him for 2017? Listen to this, it gets even better. You know, uh, just as Cindy Jacobs spoke, I'm, I'm amazed that we were just connected without talking. Uh, the Lord told me there's a year of incredible breakthroughs coming to us and unexpected, or I would say, long-awaited victories for us. How about things that have been stolen from us? You know, you know uh, breakthroughs and uh, restoration is part of breakthrough. You know, and I believe that, uh, I mean, the Lord spoke to me that he's going to cause things to come back our way. The things that came from him. There's a lot of things that God never gave us and people want to have them. Forget it. They're gone. But in this season, breakthroughs are coming. Restoration are coming. You know, family members are going to be saved. I mean, miracles are going to take place in families. You know, curses are going to be broken. Generational curses. And I want to release right now over America and the nations of the world that this is the season where the curses that the enemy put on your families for decades and years are coming to an end. The curse of sickness and poverty, the curse of fear, we break it out of your life in the name of Jesus. And I declare that a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit is coming over your life today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's awesome. You know, it makes me think about when God showed me, I think it was December 29th, and, and at night vision, a dream, He showed me the courtroom. He showed mm. me the justice was coming. And one thing that surprised me was 
when the judge put the gavel down to deal with the evil one, immediately gold was released. It was, it was just showering gold uh, shavings. Wow. You know, gold, not gold dust. It was literally like, not, not nuggets either, but it was just so thick. And we're thinking about, this will never happen. You know, the prosecutors turned into me going, everybody's saying, listen. And it was a whole bunch of us just looking like, it's not going to happen. It's happening. And as soon as the gavel, the judge declared guilty, the, the evil one, it just started raining gold. The That's breakthrough, beautiful. the, the yeah. uh, uh, provision, it's going to take provision. The enemy's been holding back finances in your life because he knows when finances get in your life, it's going to be in the kingdom. He knows you're going to help someone out. He knows you're going yeah. you're gonna, to you're gonna give God his tithes and offerings. He knows you're going to go feed someone and help Israel. I mean, he knows that. Well, guess what? That's all transferring and shifting. This is a great season of hope, yeah. you know. This is time to believe and have let your faith rise and to believe what the prophet is sharing because right. let me tell you, this is going to be a wonderful year, but you can't go into this season of breakthrough with last season's mindsets. You've got to prepare yourself for the shift and be ready to receive everything that God has for you. It's going to be a wonderful year. And he who receives the prophet gets the prophet's reward. Yeah. And so that's so important to understand. So, you know, I'm going to receive this word. And uh, they asked one more question of him. It's like, you know, do you, what do you see about a move of God, a major move of God taking place? Listen up. You know, I, I'm going to share what I told you earlier. The previous first lady released a spirit of hopeless, hopelessness over the land on a TV interview. And we saw that surely spread throughout the land. And the Lord told me that he was going to cancel that spirit and cause the release of the spirit of faith to come back to the people in America. Yeah. Where they will believe once again, where they will have hope once again. And God is going to bring incredible prosperity over the land. See, this is the year that our prosperity is going to come in such a way that it will make the misery of the previous years look like if it never happened. This is so exciting. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is awesome. Breakthrough. All these exciting things taking place. I mean, you can just feel it, you know, and, and it's, it's early on. It's not about just things that are of the world and so you can have more chocolate bars. It's about moving in the kingdom of God and things taking place. I think about this, that, you know, Perry Stone, when he was prophesying, he was speaking earlier on, we heard this and he's saying it again, that God's going to begin to move in rural areas because the, of a move of God but also disasters and even tsunami will cause people to kind of come inland. As a matter of fact, let's go there, Perry Stone prophesying. I still want to go back to something that you and I have talked about. I don't know if we've talked about it much with your people. And that is uh, a word that came out August, uh, uh, it'll be two years ago this August in Huntington, West Virginia, about how that the Lord was going to move in the Appalachian Mountain area. I remember uh, that. You remember I that? Do. Yes. And we went, I canceled, I actually canceled several of the largest churches I go to, to go up in these mountains to these little churches. And we rented auditoriums. We rented, we rented the auditorium in Bluefield. We rented the armory. It was packed out. Welch, West Virginia, MacDowell County, the, the hardest hit economic county there is probably in West Virginia. Uh, let me tell you how bad it is. There's a town of 400 up there, a town of 400, and in three years, the pharmacy distributed 10 million pills. Mm. It's, you can't even imagine. It's the most incredible uh, oppression and depression you'll ever encounter. Mm. And so we started going up in that area, 
And we just got back a few weeks ago, this is in January, to Mullins, West Virginia. Now, here's a little church in a town that half the town is shut down because what happened, because I am from West Virginia, was the past eight years, the regulations on the coal mines were so bad that they shut them all down. One mine lost 30,000 jobs. So in other words, this is a town where they, they, they got, and I, I blame it on the government. I'm going to be honest with you. It's the federal government, and they just took all the jobs from the people, and those people up there, they get a... The average income, ready, is $10,000 a year. Yep. Hmm. Yep. It's, it's, it How literally, can they even survive They, they don't, that? and that's why they turn to drugs. So we go mm -hmm. up there and preach in that area, but i got to tell you what happened. I went to Mullins, West Virginia, little Pentecostal Honus Church. Town is half dead, and there's a youth group of about 12 kids is totally on fire. And I told them, I said, Jesus took 12 and turned the world upside down. He don't need right. a, he doesn't have, you don't have to have a big youth group. Saturday night, <laughs> listen, my daughter is 15, and she says, Daddy, that's the greatest service I've ever been in, in a church with about 150 people there, packed out. And the glory hit, and a woman who had been offended at the church, now listen, it's the youth pastor's mother who got hmm. offended 12 years ago, never been to church in 12 years, got slammed. You know what that means? Radically I know slammed. what they, 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 don't, they know. don't know what that means. <laughs> radically got touched. His sister radically got touched. I, I think it, it, I it, think it, of slammed when <laughs> the Holy Spirit pins someone That's down exactly to the ground. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's slammed. So my, I don't want to take all the time, but I just want to mention this very quickly that my heart is still in that area very heavily, and I do believe there's going to be this major outpouring. But Sid, I want to say this, and one day we'll play this back. What I'm about to say. In the prophecy, the Lord said that there would be a major event happen in America. And this event will be so big that people will start leaving major cities. Now, I see people leaving West Coast cities. I see them leaving uh, up into uh, even the Chicago area, up in, for, for some reason, that mm -hmm. area. And they're going to go to more rural areas. And the Lord said, you've got to get the rural churches have to be prepared to teach the people because some of them will not have a great knowledge of the word. But they're going to leave to come to what they think are more secure areas than some of the areas. I, I'm not going to say, unless I get the, the, the insight from the Lord, I, you, you know I've seen tsunamis. And I, I saw know. one man that was, I, it just, it, it, I had a repetitive dream and vision two weeks, uh, every two weeks for a year. And I wouldn't even talk about it because I know the location, and I don't want people to get spooked. They have to hear from God themselves on, right. on movement. But I will tell you, there's really coming, and I think they will agree, a major revival that is a true blue turned back to God revival. And one more thing I'm going to say. My wife and I have discussed this. How in the world can people who claim to be Bible believers, teachers, preachers, filled with the Spirit— support some of the things people support. And my wife, who doesn't say much, she's a very quiet lady, she says, it's the wheat and tear. The wheat and tear are in the same field. The church has real believers, and we got fake believers. And they're in the same church. And God, I feel the Holy Ghost, is going to supernaturally, he said, he said, don't you deal with it. He said, I will supernaturally start separating Wheat from tear. And you know how a tear gets, gets, gets separated? Because when harvest time comes, it gets exposed. Yep. And you see it. You can see it in a field only at harvest time. It looks the same, but it starts, it starts changing a color. And when the wind blows, I had somebody from Kansas say, when you have a tear, tears in the field, when the wind blows and the wheat's blowing with the wind, the tear won't move. Whoop, that'll preach. <laughs> okay. Come on, that'll preach. So you think about it, that when God begins to move, 
You're, you, we've seen this before that you know you thought everybody would want God. You thought mm. that people would want to show up and, and be a part. And, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, where are you going? This is God. This is what we've been praying for. That's a separation taking place. It's a total separation. Matter of fact, let it separate. <laughs> yeah, and I think about it, that. Actually, Rich Vera talked even about that separation. Take a look. Tell yes, me. I see exactly what Perry's saying. There is coming a separation, uh, not only be, uh, on the member, the, the the sheep, but also on the leadership. You know, people that that have been truly called and anointed of God are going to be sorted out from those that have been self-appointed or are in it for the money. America, it's the, uh, uh, one of the few places in the world that I know where preachers are more into the money than obeying God. And God is going to judge that system. And it's going to allow it to happen by allowing persecution to expose their motives. Because there's coming persecution in America, and it's happening already in a sense that it's going to force you either to, to change your stand or to suffer and trust God. And I believe that God is allowing that to happen to expose, as Perry saying, because true revival is going to bring exposure. We think revival is only about rolling on the ground and, and praying in tongues. Well, that's fun, right? But mm -hmm. true revival will expose the heart of people. It will bring out who you really are. You know, and right now in America, uh, churches, when I preach as an evangelist, we give you 45 minutes. We're going to be out of here so we can be on the lunch line before the other church goes there. You know, in South America, where I'm from, church stops when the Holy Ghost is done. <laughs> and you know that. I'm used to four or five hours of services. You know, in Orlando, that's what we do. We're bringing a culture in our church where when the Holy Spirit's done, we're done. Because and when we want to cut the Holy Spirit out, what happens is we bring compromise, we bring religion, and we bring a controlling spirit. And that's what's happening in churches in America. And this year, God's going to begin to sort them out. And I pray that all of them will be taken away so the true servants of God can do the will of God by the Spirit of okay. God. This is so important because so many you know, people can be used to control things. And uh, when God moves, I mean, He just moves. And there's, there's, there are people are actually moving their head. They look at God as a chess game. Mm. And, you know, I'll move this player here, I'll move this one here. What, what movies are you going to make here? Actually, like they think they're doing something. And quite often, there's a lot of uh, ministers and leaders that are being manipulated by members like that. And, you know, we did a survey, we shared a survey that was done where they surveyed the members of churches, that you know, regular church attenders in America, what they wanted their pastors to talk about. And it's nothing that the pastors are talking about. No. It, it was like the top three things, you know, we'll tell you what that was later on, but it was, and they said, why weren't they talking about it? Because there's about 3% in that church that's controlling the pastor and the other 97% are just quiet and Remaining not participating. Silent, right. and so you need to stand up and say, we're with you, pastor. We're, we want a move of God. We're, we're not going to leave you. And, and, and give them as a, long as it takes. Yeah, give them a different narrative of, of, of what these 3% are doing constantly to, to push things a certain way. And it's like, this is not about, this is about releasing ourselves and, and, and letting go and allowing God to do what he's going to do and let those folks just blow out. You know, they blow in, blow up, blow out. You know, it doesn't matter. Just let, yeah. let them go because God wants to do something. And right now, you know, for your partnership of any amount, we have an offer for you. It is Faith Mindsets Matter. Discovering five or six ways I talk about the way that uh, God creates faith in your life. Here's some more details.
Offer 2024, Faith Mindsets Matter, Part 2. Discover how the Lord creates faith and the importance of faith, hope, and love. There is nothing more exciting than to see the goodness of God respond to our confidence in His good plans for us and others, faith. This message explores six ways the Lord creates and increases our faith and how we don't have to settle for small faith. Not only will you be inspired as you gain more understanding of how you can be proactive in the increasing of your faith, the foundation of the three most important pillars in the kingdom of God, faith, hope, and love, are laid out to give a fuller understanding and how love is not only required, but our reward. Partner now by going to vfntv.com and clicking on Partner Now. Or write to us by mail at VFNTV at 40 West Nine Mile Road, number 2, PMB 360, Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or call us at 844-408-3688. That's Offer 2024, Faith Mindsets Matter, Part 2. Discover how the Lord creates faith and the importance of faith, hope, and love. TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at vfntv.com. We'll be right back. On today's Focus on Family Minute, pro-life advocate Scott Klusendorf observes that in a good debate, every now and then, your opponent helps prove your point. And one of my two opponents stood up and he said, we can dispatch with Mr. Klusendorf's argument readily because he assumes there's such a thing as truth. Well, there is no truth. Of course, I asked him if that was a true statement. Because... As soon as you say there is no truth, what have you just done? Asserted something you believe to be true. If you're taking notes, that's called an argument that commits suicide. It's like saying my brother is an only child, or I can't speak a word in English. As soon as you say these things, they're false. Well, there are some simple things to avoid when you're talking about important values and truth. And you can hear more from Scott about having a good debate at FamilyMinute.org. This is Just a Thought with Ravi Zacharias. Nobody has accused the atheist of implicitly being a bad person. The question is, is there any rationally impelling force to it? And the answer is no. You cannot make a rationally deduced argument for this. You can make a pragmatically deduced argument for this, but that's the first problem they have. The second problem they have is this. What is good? Is it good to abort? Is it good to demean marriage? Is it good to commit adultery? Is it good to lie? The atheists seem to think when you move away from the theistic framework that you can still be good uh, without having God. There are at least seven different humanistic positions that arrive at ways of being good for different reasons and with a different catalog of good. Helping the thinker believe and the believer think. For more information, go to rzim.org. Which, by the way, if you haven't gone to the VFN Torch Lady, you need to go to VFNTV.com. And in the menu, it says VFN Torch. There's all types of aspects to be able to just quick information at a moment's notice. Any topic that you can imagine probably is in there. And a biblical perspective, you know, what's actually happening. But what does what does the Word of God say about this? Including prophetic words of knowledge and wisdom that has been shared. So if you get a chance, go to VFNTV.com. 
and click on the VFN Torch in the menu there. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome back. This is so exciting. You know, in our future program we have coming up, uh, we're excited to be able to tell you that uh, Larry the Cable Guy, he's a comedian, mm. he gave his life to the Lord. He rededicated his life to the Lord, and it's a powerful testament. That's going to be coming up on a future program. We can't talk much about that. Cindy Jacobs, have you been seeing what's taking places on these universities, what just happened at Berkeley? where they're basically running the police down, beating the window Riots. with bats and burning things. And you're thinking, it's the last place you think a move of God's gonna take place. Guess what? A move of God's gonna take place on the universities in America. Listen to Cindy Jacobs. I really feel full right now. Okay, <laughs> number one, the universities are going to experience a move of God that's going to bring the fear of the Lord. Wow! <laughs> and that's hot off the press. Okay, number two, people that have been crying out, and listen to me, for the anointing to fall on them. God is getting ready to anoint an army that is going to be so powerful to move in signs and wonders. It's going to be the supermarket. It's going to be in Walmart. It's going to be in McDonald's. It's going to be Target. I mean, everywhere. I mean, I mean, God is getting ready to move. Now, I want to say something that's going to happen with this. The pressure that is going to put on society is actually going to enrage Satan. And so there's going to be this persecution ridge, you know, that you've talked about. But what is going to happen is that if they continue to persecute the church and the singers who will stand up and not be ashamed and not be in political correctness, those networks, those media outlets are going to fall down. And the Lord is raising up an alternative voice that it's media revolutionaries. I'm telling you, the spirit of God, there's going to be YouTube revival. There's going to be, there's going to be social networking, new ideas. There's going to be these media revolutionaries are going to take away the wealth of these liberal networks that have dared touch the apple of God's eye. It's going to happen. This is so exciting. I was just last night, as a matter of fact, writing out, you know, what does a social a media minister's description look like? You mm. know, what does it look like? As God's revealed all these different things to us and we're on all these different platforms around the world, outlets, 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 like Ray Kroc, the, the, the one who took, bought uh, McDonald's. McDonald's and took it around the world. And, and God is just giving us a lot of outlets. And, you know, without your partnership, that wouldn't be possible. Mm. We appreciate your partnership. But we're looking at so many platforms to be able to tell the message on. And ministry, I, mean, I think about this, that so many people now can just minister right where they're at. They begin to encourage people and, and speak into their lives, and it's taking place. But also, it's being said that, um, and, and it happens right now, the worldly folks, people that are doing dark things, are making a lot of money off these things. But God's about to shift that wealth transfer, and His people are going to become millionaires, even off things like even YouTube. Media revolutionaries. Me, sounds like VFN Kingdom Business, yes, right? Yes, it does. That's what it's all about. 
Take a look. YouTube millionaires. That's right. It's going to, and I don't want to tell you, just believe. Some of you let the anointing come upon you. Just say, I take it. You know, I take it. That is like, you know, in Argentina, they go, I take it. It's mine. You know, I like it. It's mine. And so God is going to do that. And the other thing I see, and I want to prophesy over the United States, the Lord is getting ready to expose corruption that is so systemic, so endemic, so seemingly hidden that they thought they could not be rooted out, but the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God is getting ready to reveal the covers are going to get ripped off. You will read in the national news. You're going to read in Wall Street Journal, you're going to read in some of these other headlines, and it's going to say, it is time for corruption to be exposed or don't be in corruption. There's the headlines are going to be full of words about who was exposed, but now they're going to be exposed. And you write this down. They are going to be locked up and God is going to expose. It reminds me of some of the election things we heard about lock someone up. And, mm. You know, I want to encourage you. Now's the time to repent. You know, oh, now's yeah. the time like, Lord, I'm sorry. You know, Clean everything out and just say, God, I want to I want to walk with you and put all that religion aside. Say, God, I want to be a part of this. And mm. that's all the Lord asks is to, to repent and to, to come after him. And uh, it's exciting because that's what the Lord showed me. He showed me specifically that he was going to bring the gavel down and bring judgment on the evildoer. The seed of the evil was going to fall and the seed of the righteous was going to rise. And we're seeing that take place. I mean, he's, he's doing it. But what comes with that, as I said earlier, is provision. I'm at gold. God showed me just gold, and uh, He just loves you. He's got plans for you. It's very exciting. I even think about the young people. Perry Stone's prophesying about what's going to take place with the young people. We walked together in the Malachi mandate and, mm. and, and prophesying Malachi 4, 5, and 6 with the fatherless. You know, it's, it's only increased since the 10 years that we did do that. But it was amazing how God just embraced the fatherless. And, you know, you may have a grown man with you in your household, but the truth is, he could be a fatherless son. He's never been had a father in his life, and it's hard for him to, to know God as a father. And he has to have someone in his life to help him do that. And God's going to begin to turn the hearts of the fathers to the sons and daughters, and the hearts of the sons and daughters to the fathers. As a matter of fact, listen to this word from Perry Stone. When the Lord spoke to me, as you know, he spoke to me about fathering a generation. Totally something out of, Jensen Franklin told me, he said, you're not a youth pastor or a youth leader. Everybody knows Jensen probably from Gainesville. Right. He said, how you, I said, I have no clue how I'm going to do this. This year, right now, in January, we have two months before the conference. One conference already has 6,000 kids registered. The other had 8,000 registered. And we've not even started advertising it yet. And I'm telling you, you talk about the anointing. Oh, I feel something right here. I preached on Saturday night last year, and I started speaking Latin. I don't know Latin, but there were people who knew Latin. And the Spirit of God gave a message in tongues in Latin, and the kids started running. There was 1,000 kids ran up to get the baptism. I look up on the—I'm going to get up and have to preach. I— <laughs> I, I looked up on the right side, and 50 kids fell out under the power with nobody laying hands on them, and all of them got drunk started speaking in tongues. 700 young people received the baptism in 10 minutes. Okay. And see, here's the thing about these kids. This is the thing, because I've been dealing with, we have a dance team, a dance drama team, but let me say this. Here's the thing about them. I've never seen a generation, and I've been in ministry 40 years, just like you have. I've never seen a generation, like our girls don't want to date guys. 
They want to, they, you, you tell our kids, you can go to movie, a Christian movie night or prayer meeting. They will choose the prayer meeting over the movie. These kids are so in tune with God. We, we've got 16-year-olds wanting to go on mission trips. They're like, they're sold out. Look here. They're not into things. They're not into money. They've seen family problems. They've seen their families go through stuff. They are so into God that it just absolutely is mind-blowing. And it's the Joel 2 generation and the Joel 2 army. It's exactly what's happening. And one more quick thing. We talked about Jubilee. And what we're seeing here, I think, is a Jubilee cycle actually enacted with what uh, they, the, the, the guest has said. If you look at it, Jubilee has been counted wrong. Mm -hmm. Jubilee started in 1917 with the Belfort Declaration. Go 50 years, I'll tell you, that'll, that'll take, take you to 1967. Go 50 years, that'll take you to 2017. Hmm. 5777 is three sevens, which only repeats itself a thousand years from now. Hmm. In other words, we are in, I believe, the Joel 2 cycle, the, the real beginning of this thing. I'm talking about the real deal beginning. We're in, a, and we're in a Jubilee revival cycle. We're in a Jubilee release cycle. And again, we're not exalting a man, but when you look at, uh, uh, at Donald Trump, and you look at number 45, the surprise, and you look at the 577, and as she said, the first, his first day in office, he's 70, seventh month, Seven days, that is your 777 tied into the year 5777, which is the Jew. You know the Jewish year is 5777. Yeah. And he is inaugurated on that year. Let me just tell you something. Only God could have orchestrated what he did. Now, do you, let me ask you, do you want one inside nugget? It's a little bit on the political edge, but do you want one inside nugget or not? It's live. I have no choice. Oh, my Go goodness, it. it's live. <laughs> Jesus, help me. I'm not going to say too much, but, but the person, <laughs> since it's live, I just remembered it is live. No, no, but I want you to. Since, Don't pay attention to me. Let me just mention by someone who was in the hotel suite the night of the election. Mm -hmm. The other candidate was a shoe-in, knew they would win, was being called by the name president, Madam mm -hmm. President. And when it shifted in Florida, a girl in the room told her family the whole atmosphere shifted. And anger arose, and a lot of other things I won't, I won't tell because this is live. But it was a shock to the other side. It, they couldn't, this is why they kept saying the vote can't be right. We have to have a recount. I want to tell you this, whether you believe it or not, and there are people who don't believe this yet, whether you believe it or not, just like it was, and, and this is going to surprise some of you coming from me, it was the will of God for Barack Obama to be eight years as president. I believe that. Because there are certain things he did that he didn't know he did that fulfill the patterns of Lot and Noah. Whoa, wow. Stay with me. As it was in the days of Lot, you know what the story of Lot's days were. Go read it. And he helped bring about that, not knowing it, probably not even knowing it's biblical. It was God's will for him to be in. But just as much as it was God's will for him to be there eight years, only God could have turned this thing around. And it's, it's, and all it is, it's a reprieve. Now you listen, body of Christ, we have at least the next four years with a person friendly toward Christianity and will, will, will not allow people to say or do things negative toward Christianity to get Supreme Court justices in that'll be constitutional conservatives and not way out in the left. And so we have to take advantage of the revival. Come on. The move of God, everything we can do. And we don't talk to me, somebody, we don't quit praying now. Hey, yeah. okay. This is not the time to quit praying.
That's for sure. This is so exciting. Maybe you want to just talk to him, right? Yeah. I'm talking to you, man, <laughs> Perry. I'm talking to you. This is so important. This is, you know, four years is what we know we have. Four. Yeah. From the complete bipolar opposite of what it was prior to that, which means every second counts. You know, call your congressman and your senator and say, listen, you know, pony up. It's time for you to listen and to follow this agenda where things are going. Don't fight against the president. And let's move things where they have to go, including with confirmations and all the things that are taking place. Supreme Court justice is moving coming up. The embassy. Yeah, moving the embassy from from in Israel, from um, Tel, Tel Aviv, Aviv to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And as a matter of fact, when we get back from this break, we're going to hear what Rick Vera and Cindy Jacobs, the prophetic word God's given them for Israel. Join us after the after the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. You've lost so much already. I don't want to lose you, too. Ain't it just like a tear to go and blur out? Another showed up in my mailbox. With no tracks in the snow. You're not thinking about going back there, are you? I gotta do something. This is all I got. Ain't it just like love to leave a mark on the skin and underneath? Uh, Mr. Joyner and Mr. Jones, what advice would you offer uh, young people going into ministry um, as uh, their call on their life and stuff? Do good and don't mess up. Uh, uh, stay hungry and thirst, seek and knock. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome back. We are sharing prophetic words, you know, so many of them. And this is language for this direction. Yes. God is loosening new language for us, a new direction for a season that is just awesome. And it's going to require our participation. These are invitations to be able to walk into them. But Israel, of all the places, remember 2012, you had people booing God, booing the Capitol, of acknowledging that Jerusalem is the capital at the Demo mm -hmm. DNC, Democratic National oh, yeah. Convention. They're pulling God out of the platform. A, a minister from Ohio, I believe it was, stood up and began to say, listen, we want to switch it. And they booed him because they just pushed it through. They did it against their will, really, because they mm -hmm. wanted to vote that out. But now we have awesome things taking place in Israel as we speak. As a matter of fact, the, the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is in America during the, the season of this week's broadcast. It's exciting. But let's find out what the prophetic words are over Israel. You know, uh, I saw, as I mentioned to you before, whatever politics will not accomplish, that God was going to fight for his people, such as Bible days. There's going to be supernatural things that are going to take place that only God will take the credit yeah, yeah. in Israel. In fact, there is a revival coming to the land to the Russian Jews 
in the land of Israel where the Holy Spirit will move with such a power and they will be the ones that will cause a great stirring among the other Jewish people in Israel in this season. Well, you may not know this, but I just read the latest statistics and the Russian Jews are coming in droves, in droves to the land of Israel. Uh, Cindy, what is God showing you about Israel? God is going to raise up young messianic evangelists that are so pure. They're going to be Nazarites. They're going to be pure in their love from God. And they are going to fill that nation with miracles. And I'm going to prophesy to you, you're going to be the father of that sin. God is going to use you in a massive way in this young generation. And they're going to, they're going to want to know what you're saying. Because the Lord says, even as you have walked in the spirit of Elijah, you're going to loose the Elishas. And God says that they're going to come to you as a father. And that orphan spirit that has been there, because so many came from so many different places, the Lord's going to use you to heal their orphan heart and release them massively to shake nations. It's so exciting wow. when you're looking at you know, the, that, that, that orphan spirit has to be broken off the church because an orphan spirit manifests like this. I'm here, but I'm not really here. I can go and come. I can church hop. I can switch jobs. I can switch relationships because they don't ever feel like they're really in it because they've, they've been lied to that they're not a part. But God has given us a spirit of adoption mm. as sons and daughters of God. And, and God is breaking that. But you have to say, you know what? I'm going to get past this mindset. I'm going to become one with the Lord and one with His body. And these blessings are going to be poured out in this day. Listen, we're going to hear this prayer. This is a prayer, and I want you to receive this you know, as, as, as Rich Vera begins to release this power uh, and energy and what's going to be taking place in uh, this season. Listen up. Receive this prayer. You know, so I believe... You know, the Lord wants to empower you, but not only to do the works of God, but also to, to realize that you have power over the enemy, you know, and our job is to inspire you so you can do it with the power of the spirit that resides on the inside of you. And I believe in this season, God is going to bring the evangelists back in America and in the world big time. And many of those are sitting right here on this audience. And I just want to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone that is hearing my voice around the world that this will be a season of release and of impartation, of awakening for their lives. That this will be a season with the power of God, the mantles that Cindy was talking about. Lord, we take those mantles, Father in the name of Jesus and we declare that we will see the move of God in our homes with our children in our marriages in our jobs in America back in the churches of America every denomination will be invaded by the move of the Holy Spirit and we pray God that America once again will be the place that will send men and women of God to the nations of the world to bless the nations in Jesus name name this is so exciting the billion soul harvest you're going to rise of evangelists and and moving in our the reformation of the church to be able to disciple you know the harvest is coming in and i want you to receive that but also receive the mantle as cindy jacobs begins to pray and release the mantles that are being released which means this imagine this that you're not equipped for something but all of a sudden god puts this thing on you called a mantle and all of a sudden you can do what you couldn't do before so receive this mantle of Cindy Jacobs' praise. Go here now. 
Amen. So let's lift our hands. Let's let the mantles fall, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Those that want the mantle of evangelists, come on, right now, let it fall upon you. Those prayer warriors, let the mantle fall upon you. Those God is calling to prophesy, receive it now. Just receive it right now. Those that said, I've got to have more miracles. Come on, receive it right now. There's an impartation taking place. Whatever you want, come on, take it. Say, I'm going reconciliation. Receive it now. The anointing for John 17, you 19 anointing. Just receive it right now. Awesome. Totally, totally awesome. Receive it in Jesus' name. Yes. This last prayer is Perry Stone restoring the gifts. God wants to restore the gifts back in the church. Receive this prayer. I feel led to pray that the gifts will be restored in the body of Christ. One minute, let me say this. A woman who is Jewish in our town went to a lady to pay a bill. This lady's a Christian. She goes to our, to our ministry. Her daughter had run away from home without her heart medicine. And they'll make a long story short, the woman said, can I pray for you? She said, I'm Jewish. She said, it doesn't matter. Prayer works. She prayed for the woman. The woman said nothing, and she prayed in tongues. She prayed in the Holy Ghost. The woman's daughter came home. She called her and she said, but you didn't tell me you knew how to speak Hebrew. She said, I don't. She said, how did you do that? She says, the Holy Spirit. She says, the amazing thing is you prayed in Hebrew a prayer, a Jewish prayer that I prayed over my daughter when she was a baby. They both got saved in church Tuesday night and came to the Lord this past Tuesday. We need it's, the gifts. It's a new season. We need the gifts. Perry, uh, I had the privilege of meeting Perry Stone's father. I interviewed him. And one of the things is he's sharing these supernatural things that are happening to him. His father had an amazing gift in speaking in supernatural languages and tongues. And that the people understood what he was saying. My dad one time operated all seven of the nine gifts in one hour. I saw it. So I grew up under this. So let's put our hands up for restoration of gifts. Father, the body of Christ has to have a restoration of the gifts of the Spirit. Signs and wonders have to come to the church. You never took them away from us, God. Our spirits became cold, and doubt came in, and unbelief came in, and denominationalism came in, and people turned away. I ask you, God, that your people will have words of wisdom and word of knowledge and tongues of interpretation for foreign people, and it'll be a sign and a wonder, and we give you the glory. All the glory belongs to you to uplift your name and the name of your Holy Son, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. This is so exciting. I just want to close out in prayer right now as all these prayers were coming in. These are awesome, awesome days. Make sure you catch us on our next program. Father God, we love you. We thank you for these words of encouragement, the new language for the new season and new hope that's coming over our audience even now, Father God. We just speak over all of our audience across the world, across the nation. We speak over Missouri. We speak over the Gulf Coast and Alabama, Mississippi and Florida and yes, Georgia, Lord. Lord God. We speak over Washington, Lord. Let it be according yes. to your word, Lord. We receive your word in Jesus' name. And dear God, we ask you, Lord, that you would end abortion in this land, that you would send revival, that you would send a third great awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, God bless. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails. Call them today. 
I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you've joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at vfntv.com. You know, Pat, the great thing about VFN Radio is that you can take it on the go with you. You can do that now with the VFN Radio app. No matter where you're at, you can continue to enjoy VFN Radio on the go. You can search for prophetic words, wisdom moments, and it's right there available. All you have to do is go to your search and your Google Play or your iPhone app store. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's totally amazing. Total download, free, doesn't cost you anything. Get the app today. Go to Android or iPhone, Google Play or iPhone app and search VFN TV and download. Free doesn't cost you a thing and take VFN radio on the go.